Weird. Yep. That is funked up. It's funked. Fudged up thing. That is fudged up. Yeah. Fudged up is what that is. Anyways, it's stupid. <coughs> so I'm ready when you are. It's not stupid. It's super stupid. Super stupid. It's not super stupid. It's a little stupid. A little stupid. Uh, it's the morning. It's distracting. I know. You've been up. I, I know. I fucking haven't been up. Give me a break. Stop <laughs> judging. I didn't say anything. Stop judging me. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Anyways, tangents. I'm going to stop talking about stuff not related to the show. We should start the show. We should. If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is January 26th, 2013, and welcome to episode number six of, I don't know why I emphasize that, but it's number six. It's a milestone of Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. See what I did there? With myself, Mr. Paul Swickard, and joining me is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan. Yes, I'm here. Um, <laughs> I know why you emphasize the six. It's a code. What? It's a code. A code for what? I don't know. Didn't you guys like invent the Da Vinci Code or something? It's the code. Ian McKellen's going to come in and, and try to help us find How did the... we invent the Da Vinci Code? It's from freaking Da Vinci. The United States wasn't founded yet. No, no, no. What's that guy's name? Dan Brown? Didn't... Oh, the actual author? Yeah, he invented the Da yeah, Vinci. Yeah, of course. I'm talking about the book. It's not... popular culture. Of course it's from not America. actual Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Come on! What? How was I supposed to know that, sir? I thought you just said it yourself. There, it's pop culture. It is pop culture, and therefore comes from the United States. Well, I would figure that the uh, the United States would immediately jump to pop culture because that's your thing. Not it go is- to Italian Renaissance people. It's very I, un-American of you. I'm not. You did. I did not. Right. Up the freaking Da Vinci Code. What are we talking about this for? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Code. Code. Got it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to Sleeping with the Elephant. And you know what? This is the Clash. This is the Culture Clash podcast hmm. with myself, the American, and Mr. Ryan, which is the resident Canadian. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So, we're going to see if we can't start World War III. Uh, Ryan, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, um, something really funny happened to me. Uh, actually last weekend actually not well okay funny for what i'm going to talk about but the lead up to it's not really funny we i was in the the hospital visiting ashley's ashley's way girlfriend <laughs> visiting ashley's so this is the funny haha this yeah, isn't like... this isn't the funny part i'm gonna okay. get the sad kind of uh part out of the way first and then we'll get to the funny part okay it's like uh it's like a rom-com in backwards Right. We're going to start off with the depressing part. Anyways, um, Ashley's grandfather was in the hospital. He's fine. Everyone's cool. Nobody's 
you know, everybody's doing fine. So we were visiting in the hospital and we were there for a couple hours and he wasn't allowed to eat, but he just, he, he wanted a coffee, like really bad. And they have a cafeteria in the hospital. I'm like, well, we'll go get you, we'll go get you a coffee. Cause I don't, I, I mean, we were in Emerge, so there's a lot of people there and like, it's a hospital and it's not the most. Well, and you have fucking free healthcare. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not. Yeah, it's free healthcare, so it's filled with with people. You know, there uh, as butchers. Ameri- yeah, <laughs> no, sick people like your like your girlfriend's sick grandfather, the moocher. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's a good thing he came out of this fine. I don't know if we'd be having this conversation. <laughs> um, but anyways, we went to the calf, and the calf was closed. But they had a Tim Hortons in the hospital. What's that? You don't know what it's... No. What okay. is Tim Hortons? Do you know like Dunkin' Donuts in the States? How, or I guess... I do know Dunkin' Donuts yes. in the States. Well, Dunkin' Donuts is um, is super popular. Do you have like one on every corner or is that the Starbucks? Uh, it, on the East Coast, absolutely. Okay. Oh, is there a difference? Dunkin' Donuts aren't on the West Coast? No, there are some. They're just not as prevalent. All right. Well, Tim Hortons is... Um, a Canadian coffee establishment where you can go and grab a coffee for a decent price as opposed to Starbucks where you'd pay triple the amount for not – now some would argue not course, quite as good. you go after the Starbucks. What, are you a Starbucks drinker? Uh, yes. Man. I think everybody is at some point. Oh, well, I've had it and it's just like, you know, it's expensive. But anyways, expensive. Uh, so Tim Hortons is this very popular coffee shop in Canada and I think – by city like the two cities i've lived in 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 canada um population of i'm not gonna say because i can't remember but there's like 10 tim hortons in my city alone and pretty much every part of the town you are within a one kilometer uh or two kilometers from uh, a tim hortons so metric system yeah sorry (laughs) talking about shit you hate i just Free healthcare, Tim Hortons, metric system. It's now Paul's ready to f- freaking fight. Um, long, super long story that was not supposed to be long. It was small talk for a reason. Um, we go. To, I go to the Tim Hortons, and there's a Tim Hortons in the hospital, and I, I just thought that was it's like this is ammo that Paul needs, right? Like free healthcare <laughs> and a Tim Hortons in the hospital. So I got myself an extra large two cream and and got uh, Ashley's. Uh, grandfather a coffee as well and and miraculously he was let out of the hospital 20 minutes later so uh <laughs> tim hortons it's the uh life elixir we'll say because it, it 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 allowed him to leave the hospital wow yeah free health care and magic coffee that okay <laughs> <laughs> So you're telling me that the that you have a Tim Hortons in hospital, and that mm-hmm. has cured your. Well, I don't grandf- know. Or, well, not your grandfather. No, a a, a your girl girlfriend's grandfather. Yes, but that I don't. Is what th- you're saying? Jokingly, I say it cured him, but like it's just coincidence. I think that he actually was feeling it's, up for coffee, and then they let him go. I mean, he he um he had been there all day, so. Uh, I think he probably wanted to go either way, but I, you know what? As much as I would love to rip into this, <laughs> I, I really can't say anything because I've been to a few hospitals recently, right? <laughs> and nine times out of ten, there is uh, usually a Starbucks attached to it. 
or oh. like a coffee bean or something. Well, I mean, then maybe it's not such a weird occurrence because, I mean, Tim Hortons is so intertwined with our culture that both the college and the university I went to had a Tim Hortons in the calf. You know, like, you keep saying the calf. You can't cafeteria. Wait, you don't call it the calf? No. Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell? Of course. Well, there you go. Let's go. Let's go down to the calf, man. Everyone says it. Did I completely miss that? I must have. I don't know. You don't say what? You don't understand when I say calf? I don't. I do not say that. Uh, Maybe it's. Well, I'm. I mean, I only graduated like three years ago, so maybe it's still like cafeteria is such a long word, man. Don't make me say the whole thing. Lazy kids. Mm. Lazy. Anyways, right. Tim Hortons. Move, moving on. Yeah. So I heard a little something about your prime minister this past <laughs> week. Was it good things? I don't know, man. All I know is a headline. Prime minister meets with reality stars. Doesn't, uh, doesn't Obama meet with reality stars at all? <laughs> Not that I know of. Oh. Though it's, I, again... It's very possible, so I shouldn't say I shouldn't talk a lot of shit. But right, why in the holy hell is your prime minister meeting with any form of reality stars? Do t- pray tell, sir. Well, it's a, uh, yeah, it's an interesting but- story. Um, right now in Canada, and I guess across the world, there's this movement going on called Idle No More. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. What is that? It's about. Um, First Nations here in Canada are uh, doing this movement, I don't know more, to bring um, – I don't know a lot about it. So, I mean, I don't want to appear ignorant here. So, I'll just – I'll give you the brass tacks. Um, I don't know more is about protesting changes to a couple bills that Harper has introduced um, to – Harper being the prime minister. Yes, to remove sort of – red tape when it comes to working along shorelines and um, across bodies of water, which would allow like oil companies and uh, electrical companies to sort of build things. Uh, word of, ad- yeah. word of advice. What? Knowing absolutely nothing about the bill. Yeah. D- don't trust electric companies. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is or that oil companies. And, and that's the thing. The, these, these movements are, are trying to stop this bill from happening because basically what it'll do it is it, it will allow an oil company to, you know, put a pipeline through a river and, you know, maybe that oil company is responsible and make sure that, make sure that line, yeah. will, nothing will happen to it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a BP. <laughs> um, was it BP? Yes, it was. Yes, okay. Because the only reason I know that is from the newsroom, but um, that happened a while ago. But uh, yeah, anyways, um, it's just it's a, it's just a funny coincidence that uh, he, Prime Minister uh, Harper is meeting with this couple from uh, Quebec, a reality TV show called Occupation Double, where it's uh, about couples looking to hook up in hopes of finding love and prizes. And I guess the Prime Minister is a fan of the show. And he met with... <laughs> <laughs> are you guys starved for entertainment is uh, that what this is wait a minute are you making fun of a canadian reality show when really that's all you guys produce is reality oh, tv dude. come on i i don't i don't this is mostly your fault you guys started off with survivor like don't all right yeah exactly good, good point <laughs> this is a kind of our fault 
Yeah. You're on notice, America. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Right. But anyways, he, he met with uh, this couple, and I, I guess the prime minister's office is saying that they had um, – they had delayed the meeting a bunch of times due to other more important meetings with the the I don't know more people and um, other pressing matters that didn't involve meeting TV stars, or rather people who have just been on TV. These guys aren't stars. You don't become a star when you're on a rea- reality show, right? <laughs> you do. Oh, well, maybe I, not. unjustifiably so. I would argue, but yes, absolutely. Like the folks from Jersey Shore are, I mean. They probably can't go a lot of places without being noticed now. Right. Well, anyways, a lot of people were upset that he met with these reality stars and are not. And he he is. Um, is it a big deal? It's a big deal because he, he, most people' uh, strong opinion is that he's ignoring this idol no more movement, um, which may or may not be true. I mean, being what do you mean ignoring it like he hasn't responded to it he's he's had one meeting i think and i don't think he sort of met the demands of the group uh like he didn't do he didn't host the meeting exactly the way they wanted it to so they are arguing that he is ignoring the problem and and they're using this as ammo saying you you're gonna meet with reality stars like welcome to canada you know like it's just you guys you guys really need to stop taking pages out of our playbook it's not one i would recommend which playbook is that well it's a it's a red herring you're criticizing the you're criticizing your leader for something that has nothing to do with what you're complaining about it's something else that you're saying that is the problem that is contributing to something that has nothing related to it right so you're saying that yeah yeah you're saying that these people are saying you know, meeting with reality stars is ignoring the problem. It's like, no, right. it's just, you know, it was on his agenda. The, you know, the prime minister does not have to do fun stuff or not fun stuff all the time. And it's, it's good for publicity well, to, you know, there's what, like specifically the photo of the, the great photo of Obama, like reacting to some kid in a Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Like I'm sure yeah. the, the 15 like minutes, some- like the hour he took playing with that kid, he could have been trying to solve world hunger. Right. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Not that specifically. But yes, that's essentially what I'm talking about. Mm. Okay. It, 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 the, oh, God. I, I hate this kind of crap. <laughs> like, okay, for, here's, here was the example that I was thinking of originally. Okay. So Obama was big into college basketball. It probably still is, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So around the time of March Madness, some it has, been, it has occurred where some reporter will ask him – a question about how he feels about the lineup mm-hmm. and Obama can actually provide some informed and intelligent answers to these questions. In other words, he follows basketball. So right. some people, I think idiotically brought up the idea, well, if he's studying the, if he's studying March Madness, he can't study freaking Libya. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so maybe that's an argument that it's people, the same. Yeah. It's the same kind of crap. I think that's stupid. I mean, just because we you have become way more ammunition against Bush too than we ever freaking had against Obama, <laughs> mostly because that how much how many vacation guys that guy took. Oh dear. Well, I mean, it was a lot. <laughs> wasn't there a thing where he, uh, Obama was in Hawaii or something, and he came back for the fiscal cliff, and then he flew, did. He flew came right back, back for the. 
he came back for the fiscal cliff, and he had to stop what he was doing for the the, the shootings. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, his family's in Hawaii. Why? You know, it totally makes sense. He's being Hawaii. <laughs> well, just because you're a president or a prime minister or whatever, or even the queen of frickin' England, doesn't mean you gotta drop everything and be that person twenty four seven. You know, yeah. you're still a human being, and really, if someone did do that twenty four seven, they would stop being well in that role very quickly. You can only do that sure. for so long. Well, I've. You know, I've seen – I don't know about the, your freaking prime minister, but I have seen Obama's schedule and it's insane. Like I have a meltdown after a week. Like, yeah. There's no, there's no way. The fact that that man keeps it together or any president for that matter keeps it together is just shocking to me. Yeah. To be honest, I, I don't know a whole lot of what our prime minister does day to day, but I'm sure he's, he's, <laughs> he's very busy. I'm sure he's very busy. I would never assume he has time to relax. If you're going to criticize your prime minister, don't criticize the fact that he's meeting with <laughs> stars. Criticize the fact that he's meeting with reality stars. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, there's <laughs> I, I think before we started the show, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this uh, picture. I mean, before we started sleeping with the elephant, uh, the prime minister had met with Justin Bieber, and he was no, he was, he was dressed as a, a gay farmer, is what they were calling it. Uh, Bieber was, or your prime minister? No, 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 Bieber. I'm gonna find the picture and <laughs> send it to you. Okay. Oh my god! D- sorry, guys, this is worth it. He's uh, Paul has to see this. Um, right. I'm gonna see this and do my best to describe it to our viewing audience. Our listening audience. It was a pretty popular like, image, holy even though. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. And I think. Why there's... is he dressed that way? Was he making a statement? I, I don't know. Because there's an, a similar image where something Bieber. Something like that has to be a statement. He has. Okay, folks, let me see if I can describe this. He has his typical Bieber earring. He's, <laughs> He's even shaking hands with the weird. prime minister. He has a hat that's not fully on and it's backwards. He has a white t shirt that looks like stretched. Like it looks like it's like, yeah, it looks all stretched out. And best part, he has overalls on, except only one of the overall things over his shoulder is clipped. So it's just kind of hang. The one side's hanging off to one side, and the other side is barely on. Like picture train conductor overall, like classic train conductor overalls. That's what they look like. They're not like yeah, the classic was- jean blue. They're like the light blue with the white kind of. Yeah, they look kind of stripy, don't they? Um. And I mean, the funny part is there's a similar image of Bieber meeting Obama, and he's dressed in a suit. So, like, what does that... The fact that Bieber can meet Obama is just irritating. Well, I mean, it's the same thing, but the mere fact that he, like, I know Bieber has a mother. You know? (laughs) Like, how could his mom let him do that? Sure. Well, I mean, I remember hearing stories about... um, Bieber's mother being very controlling of what he did because he was a kid when he started doing all this stuff. Um, okay, hold on. What? Lest we forget, he's still a freaking kid. He's like eighteen or nineteen now, isn't he? Oh, it's a good thing we don't know this stuff. Um, yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. But anyways, I just <laughs> it sort of reminded me of a similar thing where it's it's all about publicity, right? Like the, the reason that image went viral um, was because he was dressed like that. And there's a very different reason for that, for an image of him meeting Obama going viral, because he's meeting the American President Obama. If he's meeting the Canadian Prime Minister, I don't think people care. The only reason they cared is because he was dressed so ridiculously. 
<laughs> that is true. No, I don't freaking. Oh God. I I find it irritating that people of these of this source can do, yeah, can yeah. Get, get, have access has you, the, have this level of access. It sucks. Exactly, it's it ridiculous. It's awful. Speaking of people who have over overly excessive access, unless you had something else to add to this, no, we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to explain to you might not make a lot of sense. Okay. And after we're done, again, might not make a whole lot of sense, but I'm going to do my best to explain to you a certain kind of relationship status. Right. And that is the relationship between the United States and Israel. You guys tight? We're tight. Really? We're super tight. Like like unhealthy type tight like we're married to somebody else but we're really close with israel weird it is it is uh, i for the life of me i couldn't give you an accurate explanation as to why that is except to say that uh, okay Uh, i don't even know where to start with this well okay we'll just move on yeah (laughs) um netanyahu he is a again prime minister of Israel, and he put in his bid for re-election this past week. Okay. Again, United States and Israel, we're tight. We're if if you come off as not even remotely in complete and one hundred percent defense of Israel in every action that they do, at worst, you're anti-Semitic. At best. You're, you're 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 just a jerk who doesn't support Israel, right? Okay. So I say all this to say that we had a special person endorse Israel. So, it, are you guys a fan of Israel because it kind of gives you a post in the Middle East around all those uh, I can, other countries that you'd like to get your hands on? Or? Sure. That's a possibility. I don't and understand I think enough about recently, it. Recently, uh, this has always been the case, right? Like, right. I, like, okay. So Jimmy Carter was um, he was the president right before I was born, and I forget when his era was, but I think he ended. Uh, he had, he only had one term. I think it was seventy six to uh, it nineteen eighty. Right. But he was not in complete. He he had some critical things to say about Israel, and he got ripped up and down for it. He still does. Right. People call him all sorts of hateful things. But yeah, and I'm not trying to defend Jimmy Carter, but I am saying that what people are saying about him is very unjustified. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, all right. I mean, maybe I can I can look that. I'm not gonna look it up later. But yeah, continue with this story. Israel, <laughs> you guys like them? They're cool, and don't make fun of Israel because then. Dude, you're may as well be a Nazi at that point. Weird. Okay. I'm gonna play a clip for you. Play a clip. I'm gonna play it. And this is the first kind of clip, but hopefully you guys can hear this. Shalom. This is Chuck Norris. Oh. With the elections just days away, Israel has an important decision to make. So let me tell you what Chuck would do. You might think I'm a tough guy in my films, but in a Oh, freaking webpage. Yes, it's Chuck Norris. Oh, interesting. Chuck Norris is in defense. 
He's saying that we should support. He basically came out in support of Netanyahu. Wait, can you guys vote? No. Oh, okay. We have zero. <laughs> we have zero control over what happens over there. Well, uh, the voting public has zero control over what happens over there. So Israel. <sighs> What is the Delta Force opening in theaters this exactly. weekend at yeah. Israel? Or like, you know, that joke where, oh, Russia gets American stuff from the 80s and, you know, right now. Dude, that's not a joke. It's not a that, joke. That, no, that absolutely happens. Hmm. But anyway, okay, so not only – Chuck Norris is a very, like, conservative individual. Right. I, don't know if you, I don't know if you know this about good old Chuck. Yeah, but oh, he, yeah. He, Born again very, Christian, right? Yes, and so, again, see, this is – it's all kind of related because it, if you're talking about a – you're talking about essentially the Christian community unilateral, unilaterally in support of the Jewish community. And on the one hand, I think that's great. On the other hand, I'm just like, why? <laughs> why is it so important to you guys? And I could give you some religious reasons as to why I think that is. But, yeah, it, it's just kind of crazy how much – and see, I, I'm actually a little even afraid talking about this because I'm worried that somebody's going to call me out on it. But you know what? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not surprised that Chuck Norris and the other guy they mentioned in this article, Donald Trump, is supporting I, a specific guy because – both Chuck and Donald are both strong-minded people, and like they think somebody and both should conservative. get conservative. Yeah, that's that's hugely important. They think someone should get in; they're going to be supportive, and then if they don't get in, they're going to be super bad about it and say like, "Well, you know, uh, God is going to smite them," and uh, because you didn't vote for Netanyahu. Yeah, that Netanyahu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that gets into a whole different area of like almost it's really religious talk. Does Netanyahu know that? That sounds like I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, no, Netanyahu oh, is his name. Okay, sorry. Netanyahu. I just I kept thinking of Yahoo.com and anyways, Netanyahu. It, does he know that these people are are supporting him? How I'm does sure he does. feel about it? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a question think, they don't answer in this article. Well, I think I think he is happy, but like any politician, I think he's happy to get whatever support he can garner. And Israel, I don't know if you know this, Israel is it, it, they they have had some conflict in the past. Right. So, yeah, yeah, and like okay, for th- it, you know, three different religious communities, Israel has one of the if not the most important site available to them. Right. Religiously. So, yeah, there's a lot of conflict there. A lot oh, of conflict. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Israel is the the homeland. Yeah. Okay. It's well, for yeah, we could get into this. Israel Israel has the homeland right now by default, really. Yeah. And at least at least one other group Really wants to be back in the homeland. Uh, I don't know enough about that. It's it's essentially the it's Jewish versus Muslim old 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 uh, blood blood feud. Oh yeah, yep. 
yeah, as old well, as time. Practically. Well, yeah, no, that's for sure. Um, so I mean, so yeah, yeah, you know what? Good old good good for Chuck. It's Thank weird, you, Chuck Norris. I'm so glad that he. Uh, you know what's funny? And you bring up a you. I, I think inadvertently brought up a good point. Who? What? What voting person in Israel? gives a crap about what Chuck Norris says or Donald Trump. And that's something we we won't know or, you know, unless we have somebody listening in Israel and says like, yeah, no, um, we no, care a lot about we love Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> you know, um, like Chuck Norris is, even though he hasn't really been anything re- relevant since the late 80s to, um, sure. to our culture, he's still somebody that is huge. Just like Donald Trump. Like he's not... Like everybody knows who he is for for different reasons, but he's popular. He's a popular person. So when they when they um, support somebody in our culture, it makes sense. But for them to go to Israel and support somebody, it just it seems like it seems it weird. Would, it's the equivalent of the same guy Chuck Norris saying, "Hey, we support your prime minister for re-election." It's right. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, we know who Chuck Norris is. I, I mean, like maybe it's it's like him. No, I think the best example, it's like him just saying, like, yeah, you know, Israel should have elect this guy. But again, we'll never know whether uh, Chuck Norris is, is super popular unless we, we were to field trip. Let's go to Israel and then see. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we're going to start a Kickstarter. Oh. And it'll be called... Or, you know what? Screw that. Donations. Donations, folks. We're going to set up a donating page. And if you want to send us to Israel to start recording random shite, feel free. And if I die on the way over there or on the way back or somewhere in between, uh, my wife is going to be very upset. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That wouldn't be good. Anywho, I think we can save the other one. Sure. And Mystery we, we'll story. talk about that next week. Yeah, we're running a little long. It'll be good. Absolutely. So, I, Ryan, we have more feedback. Yeah, we got an email. Um, that's wonderful. So, And that's why we're skipping this story, because this email could incite some conversation. Um, so we got an email from Lou, Busy Zombie Lord on Twitter page. And he says, hey, guys, really been enjoying the show. Thought I would share my opinion on your Christmas talk. Personally oh. say... Personally, he says, happy holidays, because I grew up in primarily Jewish communities, so saying Merry Christmas tended to make someone mad. Also, after having worked with several Jehovah Witnesses, I have learned that assuming people even celebrate a holiday season can offend people. Personally, I'm not religious at all. I was apparently raised Baptist, according to my mother, but I never noticed. I think people take offense way too... Wait, what? You... From what I understand, you can't accidentally... I can't. Sorry, Lou is not here to defend himself, so I'm not <laughs> going to say anything. If it, uh, Baptist is very is very strict, from what I understand, and but, you just can't uh, sort of accidentally fall into it. Like, oh, hey, I guess I'm a Baptist. Well, maybe Sorry. the ideals of the Baptist religion were kind of around him as a child, sure. but they didn't like take sure do, just, i don't know what bad baptist sorry you know. I was, i'm sorry lou i'm just being a dick go yeah. ahead like, typical american <laughs> uh i think people take offense way too easy when they don't hear the holiday greeting they want in all reality the christmas holiday is really a lie discounting santa the real reason we celebrate christmas is that the rome is that rome needed to convert the germanic tribes and using their own winter festival made it much easier 
Santa himself is a borrowed manifestation of the Norse god Odin. The fact that the people get offended by this stuff just baffles me. Pick your favorite Hocus Pocus and let everyone else just enjoy theirs. I completely agree with Lou. I try to bring that up as much as possible. <laughs> when people start pissing me off on Christmas break um, and I'm at like a religious gathering and I say, you know, you know Christmas really isn't the birth of uh, Jesus Christ and it's not even a Christian holiday. And they all just sort of look at you like, you know, Ryan, don't you be bringing this Wikipedia knowledge to this here gathering. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Wikipedia, take it down the road. Yeah. And I mean, uh, but I'm, I'm also of the mind that, you know, I just, I don't, I don't, I try not to bother people. I let them do what they want to do, whatever makes them happy, whatever makes them better people. I'm not sure. one of those um, atheists that that's like trying to convert anybody, you know? Sure. Just like when I was, uh, when I was a uh, and and that's why I don't like I, I don't like some Christians who are like preach 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 right like just do your own thing man like why uh, why got, why you gotta try and convert everybody I know it's uh, and well that, you know why they do that right well that's like in the Bible right that's like one of their commandments to re- <laughs> recruit people as many as many people as uh, possible it is that's the Jehovah the, Witness right I'm pretty sure it's most religions but right um, which is weird you what what okay there oh, dude we could talk about this for a long time uh the, only have five minutes <laughs> <clears throat> uh i guess what i would say is this the yes you are called as christians you're called to uh convert folks spread right? the good word as they right. say but there is a question as to how that happens and w- what has ended up happening is been quite i don't know i don't know how to uh, i don't know how else to put it other than to say it's been a bit perverted right. into something that it shouldn't be like i associate i associate evangelism basically with a lot of awkward conversations <laughs> yeah well you don't know um i don't know if you've ever seen these pamphlets but i've gotten home a few times and there's these pamphlets in my mailbox that says yeah what if you died today? Would yeah. you go to heaven? And I'm like, really, dude? It's Friday. I just want to go in and have a beer. I, I, I do not <laughs> want to be thinking about death right now. Like, thank yeah, you for I, ruining my day. I'm not. Uh, yes, I'm not going to go deep into that. But yes, <laughs> that's what's going on here. And yes, Lou is absolutely correct. Chris, th- it, this whole cri- Christmas, as you know, if you look at it, I guess empirically, it's a pagan holiday. Absolutely. No, I don't think, well, I'm sure some Christians would disagree with me on that, but it, it, you know, the tree is not, there's nothing Christian about the tree, but what, what I think the healthy way of looking at it is, okay, this has been a pagan holiday. There's no real reason why we can't sort of adopt it for our own purposes, which for all intents and purposes they have. Yeah, and just say you know what this is when we're celebrating the birth of Christ. That's it. Well, which I, is but see when people when you say that when you when you start saying that this is a pagan holiday, uh, a lot of Christians will feel like they've lost something. Yeah, and I mean, really, like, why do you think Christmas can be celebrated so widely? Because it is kind of two separate holidays. You have the Christian Christmas, and then you have the it Hallmark is. Christmas. 
Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I celebrate the Hallmark Christmas. Like I do the tree, (laughs) I do the gifts, I do the gathering, I do the eating, I do the cooking, you know. I I also do some of the Christian stuff, you know, the church, the um well that's pretty much it, I suppose. Church services. That's, that's on the Christmas. difference, right? The the Christmas Eve mass. <laughs> you know? Uh, there no. There's you go to what? sure you have the center you have the gift givings, you have Okay, the star on the tree or the angel on the tree. I have a star no. on the tree. Is no, that... what I mean is the oh, attitude okay. that you're going into the holiday season with, right? Like, I imagine that Christmas for someone who's, you know, an atheist or whatever, uh-huh. that is means uh, quite a bit. It means something different. Yeah. Does it not to someone who's a Christian? No, that's true. You're right. Because um, most people are celebrating the birth of Christ and some of us are just – I don't even know that that's true. I think – I think it... Christians are celebrating the birth of Christ. Sure. And and, and uh, myself, I just celebrate getting to see my family and getting together with people. Like that's the true meaning of Christmas for me. It feels weird discussing Christmas at the end of January. Um, <laughs> so, but you know, like, I, and I have nothing against, and I totally get along with people, and I try to, you know, just smile and nod when when those awkward conversations come up. And and atheists, like, if we ever get around to talking about religion and. Not not Jimmy. having to delete the episode afterwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, atheist just sounds like such a, a bad word to me, and I think that might be due to the fact that I grew up in primarily a Christian sort of environment. Sure. They like, sort of damn that word. Um, so, I don't know. So you're a recovering Christian? As long as that means I don't have to go back? Sure. <laughs> I, I had heard that phrase in college. Uh, many people said it with Catholicism. I'm a recovering Catholic. Well, they, they essentially meaning that they got they got hit over the head as kids, and you know were forced to do every single procedural thing that was ever like was insanely boring. And ever since they've been adults, they've been like, "No more. I am not doing this anymore." Well, that was something they talked about on uh, TMS pretty recently about the stages of accepting oh, religion right. or, or getting out of religion and uh, stages of faith yeah and i yeah. i totally saw i was like yeah that makes sense and you know it, it's so true that a lot of like the like christians in in my side of the family and ashley's side of the family i have this conversation with them often and they say there will be a point in your life when you come back and i'm like mm, i don't know but then again never say never right um some well, say it's childbirth some say it's a death in the family um We'll see, I suppose. And I say, well, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I will allow you to say I told you so, <laughs> you know, if it ever does happen. <laughs> well, that's that's interesting. Yeah. That, that is interesting. I, I, you know, I hear that story and I am on the one hand, on the one hand, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I, I got to give kudos to your family for one thing. And that is they haven't completely outed you or completely disowned you for not, quote unquote, following the faith of a family. Yeah. Because I've seen that a lot, my, a lot, a lot, a lot. My parents have always been supportive. Like once I hit an age where I could kind of think for, for myself, they still talk to me about it. And I have sure. conversations with them. And, and at the end of the conversation, it's always like, well, I still love you. Um, we think differently, but that's all right. You know, so that, very understanding, and and I know I read stories about, 
you know, a family disowning their kid because they. Oh, dude, that's not. Yeah, that's. It's, it's not I, a story. I, it happens like every. Oh day. yeah, um, I. Uh, I know plenty of people. Trust me on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, you know what? We might. It sort of seems like we're doing a separate show here about religion. We might need to do. We might need to tackle that topic sooner than, rather than later. I guess that is interesting. I'm wondering. Uh, now I'm wondering about what Canadian Christians are like. <laughs> um, I don't think there's many hardcore as much as uh, the. Uh, and I know there. Are, like every Christian in America isn't hardcore. They're, Jesus is Lord, eh? <laughs> a vocal minority. <laughs> Um, but oh, yeah, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. Okay, <laughs> depends how many Canadians listen to this show, I suppose. I guess I don't know. Busy lo- zombie lord, thank you. You have sparked interesting conversation. <laughs> Hopefully, we talked about <laughs> what you wanted to hear, and and feel free to email us back if we didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and he he talks also about being offended. I don't care if someone says happy holidays to me. I don't know why it's such a big deal. To be honest, I don't care. Someone could say, you know, happy Kwanzaa or whatever. I really do not care. But yeah. having said that, I celebrate the predominant uh, holiday that everybody celebrates. So I might feel differently if I were one of the minority. But if if, if you knew a Jewish family and, and went up to them, would you say Merry Christmas or would you say Happy Hanukkah? Because you knew that they were. If I knew them personally, or for example, if a, some uh, someone of the Jewish faith talked to you and said, "Oh, you know, Happy Hanukkah," would you say Happy Hanukkah back to them, or would you say Merry Christmas because you celebrate Christmas? Like that's a conversation. Oh, like, again, I don't care. Like, I, I, if if I would probably just say, you know, I'd probably just say Happy Hanukkah. Okay, yeah, and I'm of the same belief. Well, because if I say if they okay. If they say – real quick. If they say Happy Hanukkah and I say Merry Christmas, that might come off as confrontational. Like, no. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You are right. That's a good point. I just – No. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it's sort of like – it's sort of like saying – like, and this is equally rude. Like, in Canada, we're a bilingual language. So if someone – if I start to speak to someone who I know is bilingual in English and then they answer in French, it's like, uh, excuse me, we were talking in English. Is that a thing? Yeah. Like, really? Like, like whoa, you've just changed the paradigm here. Well, uh, yeah. It's, What's going on? It's weird. It happens from time to time. And I can pick up French words, but I can't speak French. Like, I can understand what a French person's talking about. Okay, we need to talk about languages, too. Yeah, add that to the list. Languages. Languages and religion. <laughs> I think that's all the time we have. That is. You know what? There's a place where you can find us. It's sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Email. We have an email. Lou was kind enough to write in, and you all should too. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Uh, we have Twitters. I'm at the lazy elephant. Uh, Ryan is at unhappy beaver. Uh, we love the feedback. We love the reviews. We love the five stars on iTunes. Uh, you can also find me at An Hour of Sleep and a bunch of other places. Uh, and Twitter is probably the best way to do that. And Ryan, I know that people can find you at the Gamers Inn. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, you can also find me at uh, zombiesatemypodcast.com, uh, where actually Lou is on, you know, the busy zombie lord is on, is on that show as well. And uh, just yeah. follow, follow me at uh, R. Murphy. And I was just going to say that. Um, um, oh, uh, for those interested in new shows, I try to post them Friday nights. So if you're itching for a new Sleeping with the Elephant, 
Friday night is where it's at. Just thought I'd uh, I'd let that let that All cat right. out of the bag. Cool. Thanks, man. No problem. All right. I will talk to you all later, and we are looking forward to further talks in the future. Yes.